here we go. Is this too dark? I can lighten it up, but then again, the clouds are going to come from behind the, the cloud sky. The sun's going to come from behind the clouds. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. So someone asked me the other day, I have a lot of these, someone asked me, but it's true, they, people ask me questions. Someone asked me the other day, they, they wrote to me and they said that um, they're just tired. They said that um, when it comes to serving, when it comes to praying, when it comes to all the things that they're doing as a good Christian or as a good Catholic, they're just exhausted. Um, that they said in their parish, they are part of the choir, they serve the youth, they serve the meals, right? they serve the breakfast, they work Bible studies or Sunday school, and then when it comes to prayer, they have their rosary, they have their chaplet, they have their daily mass readings, they listen to the Bible in a year, they do all the things. And they said, I'm just tired. And I don't know what to do. I want to just quit all of it. I'm tired. I don't know what to do. I want to quit all of it. And I would say, that is great. Why, why, does I why do I say that's great? One, is because you're admitting the truth. And the truth is, you can't do it all. The truth is, you're tired. The truth is, there is something in you that wants to quit. Now, why do I say that's good? I say it, it's good because too often, we deceive ourselves, right? Too often, we tell ourselves, no, 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 I should be happy to do these things. I should be overjoyed to pray like this. I should, I should be grateful. And yeah, to some degree, that's not incorrect. That's, that's true. But to admit, admit the truth that I'm tired, to admit the truth that I'm frustrated, to, to admit the truth that I want to quit all of it is so very good. But here's my invitation. <laughs> Don't quit all of it. So we have a bishop up here in the Diocese of Duluth. I'm so grateful for him. At one point when he first became our bishop, within less than a year, um, he said he looked around the diocese and he found a lot of great things happening. But he found that his priests and the parishes and a lot of different people who are serving were maybe doing a little too much. And so he said, we have to ask some questions about ourselves. He said, what are the questions we have to do is, what, are we, what is God calling us to start? What kind of ministries, what kind of outreach, what kind of, what kind of building up the community is God calling us to start? To what, what are the good things that God is calling us to continue to do? And, but he said before both of those two questions, what's God calling us to start and what's God calling us to con continue to do, he said we have to also answer the, ask and answer the question, where is God calling us to stop? This is so important. Where is God calling you, not just to continue, not just to start, but where is he calling you to stop? I think so many of us, we find ourselves in this place of exhaustion because we just added thing upon thing. We just added, added more prayers upon prayers. We, we don't know how to say no to people when they ask for our help. We don't know how to say no when people ask us to serve. And yet, you have permission to say no. You have permission to stop. Now, here's the thing. We can only, I think we can only do that wisely and we can only do that well if, here's the if, if we remember our worth. Here's, here's what I mean again. A lot of times we take our worth from our work. A lot of times we take our value from what we have to offer. And yes, maybe that's true on a team or um, at, at your place of employment. Yet your value might be how, what kind of an asset are you to the team or what kind of value do you bring to the company? That's no problem. That's kind of how life works. But when it comes to the Lord, your worth doesn't come from your work. Especially, I find so many Christians, so many Catholics who might actually, they tie up their their value with their mission. And they say, if I have a bigger mission, then I have a bigger value. And if I have more success, more fruit in my mission, I have more worth. But that is entirely backwards. 
In fact, there's this thing, we might have talked about this before, um, three letters, three words, R-I-M, Relationship, Identity, Mission. So I, can, I know where I can stop, I know where I can start, and I know where I can keep going as long as I keep this R-I-M in order. That first comes first is relationship. That you have been brought into a relationship with God the Father through His Son and the power of the Holy Spirit. Basically, <laughs> because of your baptism, you have access to the Father's heart. And the most important thing about you and about me is that we've been brought into a relationship, into covenant with the Lord through baptism. It's the most important thing. And, and I think about this, you know, St. Paul talks about this so powerfully. We did nothing to deserve this. This is God's free gift. Romans chapter 5, he says um, that God proved his love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. How much more then now that we're in relationship? And it goes on to say, talk about, okay, I'm so excited about this. But the number one thing, the first thing is our relationship. You've been brought into relationship with the Father. The second thing, the I, is identity. So our, our, it's our relationship that gives us our identity. So most of us, flip it around, <coughs> it's our work that gives us our identity. It's our mission that gives us our identity. Even as priests, religious sisters and brothers, as, as people who work in parishes, as people who are missionaries, as your average Catholic, we can sometimes take our identity from our mission. But this teaches the opposite. It's our relationship with the Father that gives us our identity. And your deepest identity is you are a beloved child of God. If you've been baptized, you've been brought into a relationship with the Father, you've been changed, you've been made new, right? You're a new creation. St. Paul talks about this. Um, Jesus talks about this in John chapter 3, like you've been born again by water and the Spirit. You are now a beloved child of God. That's your deepest identity. So first thing, the relationship brings about your identity. So before you do anything, I think about this so often. In the beginning of Jesus' ministry, what happens? He goes to the Jordan River. Before he's done any miracles that we know about, before he's taught anything, he gets baptized by John in the Jordan. And what does the Father say? This is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased. His relationship gave him his identity. Before he did anything else, the Father declares, This is my Son. Relationship. This is my Son. Identity. This is my Son. Worth. With whom I am well pleased. The Father rejoices in you just because you are His long before you do anything. It's relationship first, then identity, and then mission. And then we get to go out. Then we get to, be, get, get to be sent out. Then we get to pray. Then we get to volunteer. Then we get to say yes to people inviting us to serve or no, knowing that I can say yes or no in my identity, that relationship is not threatened. So when someone writes to me and they say, yeah, I just, I'm so tired, I want to quit all of it. I'd say, don't, don't quit all of it. But you might have to quit some of it. But when you do that, don't like flip a table and just clear the deck. What you might want to do is say, let me just be reminded, God, you brought me into a relationship with you. You've given me my identity as a beloved child of God. And now I have my mission. Now I get to say no to this thing and yes to that thing. But know, that, know this, know that you're free. I mean, this is one of the things. Let me just add one last little quick story. When I was in high school, um, I was discerning, like, should I go to seminary or not? Should I go to seminary or like a normal college? And, and I, you know, it was one of those situations where I didn't want to say no to God, but I didn't know that he was asking me to go to seminary. And my dad at one point, he just said, you know, how about you just go to normal college? If you don't know, he said, if you don't know what God's calling you to, just go to a normal college and then, you know, maybe in four years you'll know. Maybe in two years you'll know. And when he said that, he gave me permission to choose. Because I thought, like, if I don't go to seminary, I'm saying no to God. But I didn't realize 
God had not asked me to say yes to that question yet. He had not even asked me the question yet. It was simply a thought in my mind. But my dad gave me permission to say no to a good thing. Because sometimes I'll tell guys, if they're saying, like, maybe I should go, to the, should go to the seminary. I say, if you want to, if you want to, go. But I don't know if I should. Yeah, but if it's open, it's opportunity, and it's available, and you want to, try it out. Nothing will be ever lost if you try it out. But also, you have permission to not go. Just like you. Today, when it comes to your prayer life, today, when it comes to your volunteer life, when it comes to your mission, what are you going to start? What are you going to continue? But also, what are you going to stop? Knowing that if you start, if you continue, and if you stop, you're doing that as a beloved child of God. And God will not love you less if you stop. And he will not love you more if you start. He loves you already. Anyways, for all this here to Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless.